This is the Colts Daily Update, a look at the latest with the Indianapolis Colts. Now, here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Colts Daily Update is back on the air on a Thursday. Hi, everybody. I'm Matt Taylor. J.J. Stengovitz from Colts.com is along, and we're getting you ready, shedding some light and some more information on a big game on Sunday between the Colts and the Titans at Nissan Stadium. It's the 3-2-1 Colts and the 3-2 Tennessee Titans. And, J.J., I don't know about you, I'm fired up for this game. I mean, I'm excited for every game, but I like the stadium down there. I think it's a good atmosphere. It's a good – They're getting a new stadium. They're getting – yeah, they're going to get a dome in about a decade, maybe when it's when it's all said and done. But, listen, first place is on the line. It's going to be good weather. I'm just juiced up for this game because of what it means, these two teams in a rematch of a game played about uh, three weeks ago. I'm so, jacked. So, 538.com has, uh, like, ratings for each game. And one of them is uh, importance, and it, it measures the impact that a game has on the playoff race. This game is a 96 rating in importance, which is like 30 points higher than any other game. Is that week. out of 100? Yeah, I think it's out of 100 because <laughs> this is it's week seven. A game should not carry this much importance, except it's the second time these two teams have played. And the last time. And the last, last time, these, the te- last time these two yeah. teams will play in the regular season. Mm-hmm. and. First place is on the line and very much up for grabs in the AFC South. I'm, I'm with you. I am fired up for this game. I cannot wait to get down to Nashville and get get to 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and Casey and I did some digging, and then we actually we just uh, emailed the Elias Sports Bureau. True story. We, we emailed the Elias Sports Bureau about 10 minutes ago, and if the Colts win this game, because first place is on the line in the division, if the Colts win this game, it'll be the first time the Colts are in sole possession of the AFC South since week 8, 2019. Wow. So it's been a minute. That is not a stat that I think anyone here is happy about, but right. would be very happy right. to actually be in first place in the AFC South. No doubt about it. Again, J.J. Stangovitz right there. I'm Matt Taylor. We told you about the importance of this game. How about the importance, J.J., for the Colts to get off to a good start? You know, Tennessee seems to be a team – that that's different. Let's let's just say that it's they're different, much different when they're behind on the scoreboard. Um, and if you look at the splits, kind of again, kind of geeked out on this. The Colts minus forty six points in the first half. Tennessee plus thirty five in the first half. Now it's completely different in the second half. The Colts have been the much better team in the second half. Tennessee's only scored fourteen points all season in the second half. So I think the Colts. As far as that goes, need to out Tennessee the Titans to start the game. It's surprising, isn't it, Matt? Because you would think a team that's got Derrick Henry would be just great in the second half. But they blew a lead in the second half to the Giants in week one. They almost blew a lead in the second half to the Raiders in week three. They almost blew a lead in the second half to the Colts in week four. So they are a very interesting team. Um, I think you'd probably like this to be a tendency breaker game, certainly for the Colts to to start reversing that point differential trend in the first half, but mm-hmm. also then for the Titans where, hey, make them play from behind. Make Ryan Tannehill throw the ball more than four yards beyond the line of scrimmage like he did and did very well, I should say, in week four. 17 for 21. Yeah, right. right. I mean, but his, And his average depth of target was like four yards beyond the line of scrimmage. Right. Make him play from behind. You know, you're never going to fully take Derrick Henry out of that offense because he's such a focal point, but – you know, get Ryan Tannehill into some third and longs and heat him up and, and try to get him into making a mistake. That's something the Colts were not able to do in week four, and it showed with just how Tennessee was able to hang on. That's J.J. Stangovitz from Colts.com. I'm Matt Taylor. This is the Colts Daily Update tonight on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. So 
Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor. Well, we'll do that in a minute on the injury report. But but the offense, what does it look like on Sunday? We know about the 58 pass attempts the other day. Um, you know, Matt Ryan throwing for 389. Is it, is it going to be another quick rhythm, quick passing game approach? Tennessee really good against the run all of a sudden here. Yeah, I mean, ten, the, those those guys, you know, Danico Watcher, we've talked about it. It's like every time he plays the Colts, he just looks like a banshee out there. Um, you know, Jeffrey Simmons, an outstanding interior defensive lineman. I'm interested how the Colts kind of dial up or don't dial up the no huddle stuff, though, where last week they they very much were a no huddle quick game Mm -hmm. type of offense. And, and, you know, Frank Reich said it. Everyone says it. Quick game is usually an extension of your run game. When you throw those short three step drops, get the ball out in under two seconds. That's kind of an extension of your run game. So I I think the Colts are I don't think you're going to see 58 passes. Tennessee. While they have a very good pass rush, they did not do to the Colts what the Jaguars did to the Colts in Week 2. Right. And I think the game plan will be probably different. You know, Frank Reich wants to be multiple in his personnel packages. He wants to use personnel to create mismatches, but you can't do that when you're going no huddle because you're not subbing guys in and out. So I think you might see that, you know, take take your foot off a of gas just a little bit on that, but that is always something that the Colts can go to, mm-hmm. and they know they can be effective at it. How that game plan winds up playing out on Sunday is going to be fascinating again. But I, I think you're going to see more runs. And like we'll talk about Jonathan Taylor, things look to be trending in the right direction. All right. Yeah, good segue. You're like you're a radio pro. Well done right there. So Taylor's on the injury report. Shaquille Leonard's still on the injury report. Uh, Naeem Hines is trending in the right direction. Deion Jackson trending in the right direction from the running back standpoint. All of those guys you think have at least a, a good chance, healthy chance? Would you classify it as that, as, as playing on Sunday? Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll hear from Frank Reich tomorrow on Naheem Hines just to make sure he's through the concussion protocol. He's been a full participant in the last two practices, but that doesn't always mean he's fully cleared the protocol. So we'll see on Naheem. Jonathan Taylor, though, hearing from him on Thursday, JT talked about how you know he would love to play as long as things continue to trend in the right direction, and that was before he went from being a limited participant mm-hmm. to a full participant in practice. So themes, things seem to be trending the right way for Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. Deion Jackson, he had the quad, but the, he has not missed a snap. Yeah, uh, He's been listed as a full participant in practice. What about Quiddy Pay? Quiddy Pay has not practiced this week. Uh, with the ankle, so that that would probably usually you look at this Thursday injury report as a, a sign. Yeah, um, doesn't always mean you know if a guy's full that they're going to play, but Quiddy not practicing the first two days this week usually. When it comes to those guys, that means they probably won't play, but we'll see what Friday holds. Also, another interesting dynamic uh, to this game: Tennessee coming off the bye, and the Colts have won two in a row. Tennessee's won three in a row, but they kind of had to hit the pause button. How do you think that plays out? Is there a team that has the, the edge as far as that's concerned going into this game, do you I, think? W- I want to say, i gotta, I got to pull the numbers again, Matt, but I want to say Tennessee is one of the best teams in the NFL coming off a bye uh, since Mike Vrabel took over yeah, as head coach. They're 4-0. Yeah, there Actually, you go. Actually, they're, they're 4-0 and 8-0 uh, when you factor in Thursday, Thursday night football, night, yeah. too. So, any so, extended time. Right. Extra rest is very good yeah. for this team. But they're a team that, you know, they, they, were, they went 0-2 to start the season. They had this players-only meeting, and then they kind of took off from there uh, winning their next three games, but it's not like they've been like dominating these games. I mean, they, they hold on at the end against the Raiders uh, when, when when Las Vegas can't convert a two-point conversion. They hold on on the end against the Colts when Jonathan Taylor has that fumble, uh, the play that he hurt his ankle, and then they hold on at the end against the Commanders where Washington gets down and Carson Wentz throws an interception to David Long in the end zone uh, on a play that, if that pass is completed to a Commanders player, would have won the game for Washington. So, 
they're not it's not like they're playing this incredible brand of football. They they are just a Mike Vrabel team. Yeah. And I'm, I don't mean this in a slight. I mean this is a Titans team that they compete their butts off every single week. They're going to be physical. It may not look pretty, but at the end of games, this team executes very, very well. W's are W's, bro. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and who cares how you get them? Mm-hmm. So if you're the Colts, you're looking at it, and you're saying, all right, they're coming off a bye. Maybe, maybe that momentum slows a little bit, but mm-hmm. – they don't need – I don't think this is a Titans team that needs that momentum. All right. They're well, always going to compete. Yeah, no doubt about it. They're always there at the end. J.J. Stankovitz from Colts.com. What are you writing about going into the weekend, storyline-wise? So I, I try to push the, the conversation on Alec Pierce forward a little bit more just about how he's won outside the numbers, but how the Colts envision him being more than just an outside-the-numbers ball winner um, You know, over the course of his career. So go check that out on Colts.com. Got my mailbag up. And uh, you know, I'm working on some stories for next week. Because uh, next week is Tart Glenn's Ring of Honor induction. That's right. So That's it's right. not going out on Colts.com this week, but you can check back next week. I talked to Dwight Freeney, Jeff Saturday, and awesome. Reggie Wayne about awesome. the impact that Tart Glenn had the on Colts. The old guard. Yeah. Man, you think about all those names that are up there in the Ring yeah. of Honor. Not from that Tart era. Glenn, the old guard. He's the tackle. I'm talking the old guard right. on, on the yeah. uh, the former player there. Yeah. That's awesome. R- really impressive stuff. Just hearing, hearing yeah. the stories about Tarek and – the impact he had on on this team. It's going to be a really special moment next yeah. week when the Commanders are in town. It's J.J. Stangovitz. Enjoy football tonight, my friend. And we'll talk to you tomorrow and then on the pregame show on Sunday. All right. Sounds good, Matt. All right. J.J. right there. Colts.com. Follow his work on the website and the Colts mobile app. Also, check out the official Colts podcast this week featuring J.J. It's uh, all up on Colts.com and the Colts Audio Network. Also, Inside Football with Rick Venturi. Know your foe with... Joe Rexrode, who covers the Titans from The Athletic, and then also today an interview with Michael Pittman Jr., all available on the Colts Audio Network. Instant Replay is coming up next. Thanks for listening, everybody. For JJ, I'm Matt Taylor. This is the Colts Daily Update on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.